What is up, everybody? I am George Massey. I need everyone to say hello to my co-host, Didi. So we had the fun liberty of watching you, me, and my ex. And we have a lot to talk about because this is one of my favorite shows because it's kind of like watching people live a life that I could never live because I'm jealous and insecure and I can't deal with all the craziness. So I want to talk about Matt and Kenzie and Chelsea because they're kind of my favorites on the show because first of all Matt and, and Kenzie have been together for four years and Kenzie's ready for a ring to be placed on her finger and I don't blame her and her mom her mom is ready for that ring to be placed on her finger too and the only person who's not ready to place a ring on Kenzie's finger is Matt. Matt has found every possible way to avoid it so in this episode he decided to take Chelsea to get her car from the repair shop. But in order to do that, he would have to get out of doing chores around the house because there's a lot of stuff going on in the house they need to do. So he's like, this is a perfect opportunity for me to run away from what's going on in my home. So the only issue is he came back home without the car. Actually, there are two cars down now because when Matt and Chelsea got back, the truck that he drove to take Chelsea to get her car in was also left at the bar because they stopped at their favorite bar where they spent all of their time. It's their, their stumping ground when they were together and they just went drinking. And Kenzie is like, this is the problem. Like, I can't live with the fact that your ex is your best friend, but also you ditch me to spend the day with her knowing that we had plans to do things together. And it's like, I want to know why Matt thinks it's okay. And then when he got home, did you notice this huge fight that took place? And he kind of just shut down um, Kenzie's feelings. He was just like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was a big deal. It is a big deal when you leave your, your girlfriend of four years at home so you can go drinking with another woman. That's a huge deal. Since I, like I was saying, um, from, the, from the first show, I'm sorry. I've always, you know, been saying that Matt is a self-centered narcissist. Um, he has no feelings whatsoever. It's all about him. And whenever um, Kenzie is uh, expressing any kind of feelings, I mean, he belittles her like her feelings doesn't even matter. And especially, um, you know, last week in the pool with just with that right there, the way he treated her and then top it off, he goes drinking at the bar with his ex. I mean, come on, Kenzie. Pack your bags, or if that's your home, girl, kick them out. Kick them to the curb. He is a self-centered uh, narcissist who does not care about anybody but himself. And Chelsea has always said it as well. He's never going to change. She has. She has said that because when he asked her, do you think I should propose to Kenzie? You know, I think I'm ready to start out. She's like, I think that's a terrible idea because you're never going to change. And you're going to string exactly. her along. And you're going to make her think that you're going to do better. And you're not. And Chelsea's right. Chelsea knows because Chelsea would be in this position if she thought that Matt could change. Chelsea would still be with Matt if she thought that it was a possibility that he could change. But she knows Matt is Matt and Matt is going to do what he wants to do regardless of what anyone says. So, oh, I want to talk about Caroline, Alex and Steve because there's a bachelor party being planned. And Caroline being pregnant with her first baby is having a really difficult time like understanding and grasping the relationship between Alex and Steve because she was like sitting on the couch and listens to them talk about their past life and past relationship. And she's like, it's just super inappropriate and weird. And she's already experiencing first pregnancy, you know, hormones. And we've, we've seen that women go through a lot of changes, um, feelings, changes, they eat 
did things that they don't normally eat. Like she's going through a lot. And then she's watching her fiance, now husband, Alex, interact with his ex. And they're like super close. And it's just more than she's able to handle because she already has too much going on in her life. And Alex is like, he would end his friendship with Steve if he felt that it would make things better. But Caroline is kind of stuck in the middle. She doesn't want him to do that, but she also wants to be happy in her relationship. So what do you think should happen? Do you think Steve should be just cut out of their lives altogether so they can have a normal relationship? Or do you think the compromise is necessary? There's no way possible I would compromise. I mean, there's there's no way possible. I mean, it is all I'm hearing is, you know, that Alex, you know, needs Steve. Alex needs Steve. That is the last person that he has in his past. Well, they're called an ex for a reason. I mean, you decided to move forward with Caroline. You guys decided to get married. Now there is a beautiful baby on the way. I mean, you need to focus on your wife and your baby and leave your past in the past. X means exit. Exit their life and kick them to the curb. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, right. Because when you break up, it, it does. X means you're exiting that person out. They're exiting your life. And people are converting their exes into best friends. And I've always said this. I've preached it. It's just not possible. Because when you've had that relationship, you've been intimate with that person, you just can't really be trusted around them, you know, because those feelings don't die. You know, like a plant dies, you know, feelings don't die. They might go somewhere deep, far away where you don't feel it as much, but they're still there. They can be reunited just like you can water a dead plant and it'll come back alive. Like those feelings can come back alive. And I think that keeping that person close to you is questionable. Speaking of this, I want to talk about DeAndre, Elodie, and Rowan because I feel like DeAndre is keeping Rowan very, very close. And Elodie is seeing it and she's like, it seems like they're flirting. It seems like they're looking at each other and they're smiling at each other. And she wants to take him to a private island. So we're watching them interact for his jewelry line launch promotion party. And every time DeAndre introduces Rowan to everyone, and it's like every single person there, like they've never met her, obviously they have. He's like, this is my ex Rowan. This is my ex Rowan. He never once said, this is my current girlfriend, Elodie. Did you catch that? I was like, so she's just some random girl. And then this is your ex Rowan. And then his mom, Miss V is like, isn't it crazy how beautiful DeAndre's ex is? She's complimenting Rowan and she's not saying anything about Elodie. She can't even get Elodie's name correct. Did you notice that? It's been Ellery. It's been Elodie. It's been everything but Elodie. And it's like, why won't she accept the fact that DeAndre is with her? And it's like, I, I don't want to say that she's being petty, but it kind of feels like his mom is being petty. Do you feel like that? Because it's like, it's not a hard name to learn. It's actually a really easy name to learn because I've never heard it before. So once I've heard it once, I already know what it is because you don't, it doesn't sound like anything else. It's like Melanie, but with an E. Like it's super easy. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Elodie has a right to feel the way that she does. And going on this Sanibel Island trip is necessary because if Rowan is going to be in DeAndre's life, she needs to see how they interact in different situations. And since she just literally met her, she doesn't know anything about this. So she's like, I don't know if this is just something innocent and they're just really close friends, or she's like, I don't know if she and him are still doing things together. And this, this Sanibel trip is gonna be one of many secret little rendezvous that they want to do behind my back you know like so i'm a hundred percent for 
LED going on this trip, tag along. You're you're invited because you're in a relationship with him. And the fact that he didn't invite you is a red flag. All I got to say is, LED, just pack your bags and leave, girlfriend, because, you know, Rowan has made it very, very clear a few times, actually, that um, DeAndre is the one that how he's acting now, how he's, you know, how he's got his lifestyle, how he's dressing, his whole character attitude. That's the DeAndre that she wanted. She always wanted. And his mom, I mean, she knows Elodie's name. I mean, she's doing it just to be spiteful. And then, you know, last week in the lunch, I mean, come on. They were dissing Elodie so bad. It, I mean, it was so obvious. Elodie, girl, pack your bags and just call it quits. I mean, and just by him not even, you know, throwing up the, the idea to Rowan whenever Rowan was talking about this little getaway. Come on. Um, who, where, where does Elodie, you know, fit in all of this? Girl, pack your bags and leave. Too beautiful, too beautiful, too intelligent to be dealing with this craziness, Elodie. Like, yes, leave, go. So I want to talk about my favorite blended family, Josh, Danielle, Chantel, and Jennifer. They're leaving their perspective homes because they live individually. And they're moving into this humongous, beautiful home in Florida. And Chantel is like, this is a bad idea. I'm outvoted. I don't want to be around these people. I mean, not, not necessarily that, but she just feels like being under the, the same roof is going to be difficult because she's in a separate relationship. And, you know, they did have a baby with Jennifer's ex, Josh, and they're super close already. And they were always together already. But having your own space, your own house where you can escape people is needed. You know, I actually feel that way. Like when people want to say, can I stay with you? I'm like, Nope, but there's a hotel right down there. You know, I get it. I totally understand where Chantel is. I love everyone and we get along fine, but living with people is just a whole different bargain. Like the, the whole deal of it is just difficult because when you want to escape and be in your own space, you can't because you're sharing that space with all of these people. And some of these people, unfortunately, get on your nerves. And it's like when you just need those people to be gone for a day or two, just so you can recoup, you know, regenerate and get back the uh, the the feeling to deal with it again, you can't. So I'm watching this and I think Chantel said it best. She was like, I'm just gonna let them learn from their own mistakes. This is a bad idea, it's not gonna work. They did only sign a six month lease, which I think is good because they're, it's, a, it's a trial run, it's a test. So they have six months and they're renting out their prospective homes that they have. So they're not stuck. They didn't buy this house and sell their homes. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they're giving it a try, but I also feel like it might not work. I think Jennifer's mom said it a few weeks ago. She was like, this is a disaster waiting to happen. She's like, you, you think you get along now, but you, you don't know what it's going to be like. These are your exes. They're your exes for a reason. So living with them is just going to make things more awkward and more difficult. And we're going to see because everyone else, minus Chantel, feels like it's not going to be that big of a deal. So we're going to have to wait and see how things progress. Oh, did you notice that Josh and Danielle have baby fever now? So they might be adding another baby into the mix. I wanted to throw that in because adding a baby into the mix complicates things anyway. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't get baby fever? I mean, Camila is so, oh my gosh, she is so adorable. I mean, who wouldn't have baby fever? But I have to be on Chantel's um, side on this one. I mean, that is just a recipe for disaster. And then they're going to be right 
by each other. I mean, the two suites. I mean, like Chantel said, you know, um, it's going to traumatize her hearing her wife's ex-husband. Um, I can't remember the word she said, but um, like, yeah, Jack Cameron. It's wife. I mean, just the thought of that, I mean, would traumatize anybody, but to be, have to listen to it. I mean, come on. That's a recipe waiting to happen. I will be very surprised if um, Chantel and Jennifer are even still together by the end of the season. I, I mean, it's just a lot. I noticed it too. I was they keep ganging up on her. When they said that they didn't know the last time they had slept together. And I was like, I'm sensing trouble. Right, I'm sensing trouble, and that's bad. I, I, when when there's problems in the relationship, you need space to work on it together. And I feel like they're doing the opposite. They're bringing other people in, and I feel like their problems are going to get exasperated. And I'm worried because I love them together, right? So I definitely don't want my favorite blended family to become unblended. So I hope that moving into this big house and trying to intertwine their lives even more, because I feel like their lives have already been intertwined a lot. So like now we're like tying knots. You know, like, this is really crazy. But, I mean, I would love to see Josh and Danielle have their baby. Because, like you said, seeing Camila, babysitting Camila and watching her grow up, who wouldn't want a baby? I kind of want one now watching it. You know, so it's like, I totally get it. But I want Jennifer and Chantel to work on whatever is going on in their relationship and possibly get the room farthest away from Josh and Danielle, if that's possible. Like, maybe in a guest house behind the house, you know, some somewhere else, you know? There's six acres, so... <laughs> <laughs> somewhere on the property where they can have their privacy all right so we run out of time this is my last podcast in ohio guys i mean next time you see me in dd i'll be broadcasting from florida so i can't wait for that thank you so much to my co-host dd for joining me i'm george mossy the george mossy show make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at george mossy georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast make sure you follow my co-host dd too i really like her her links are right here at the bottom i'll talk to all of you guys really soon